Hey everybody and welcome to What to Discuss Now. I am your host AJ and we are currently doing coverage for the Fantasia International Film Festival. So thank you Madison, Stephen, and Kayla and everybody else involved on the online library of the Fantasia International Film Festival coverage to allow me to review and also interview people throughout the time Fantasia is running this month in Montreal. If you, if I have any listeners in the area of Montreal at this time, if you're not already planning on going to Fantasia, please go. This is an all-time bucket list film festival for me to cover. And now I have that opportunity to do so via home. I wish I was there physically. Maybe next year I'll be able to have my passport ready to where I can actually go and mingle with people there and just be amazed about how they really do the Vantasia International Film Festival there because I heard it's an absolute blast. I heard it's amazing. And I heard their cat people, which is awesome, and they meow before every movie premieres at Mantasa, which I love. So, without further ado, I am going to do my first review of The Art of Self-Defense, which I've been following for a long, long time. Because a buddy of mine in the film industry, Philip Andre, who had his breakout performance in IFC Pledge, I have seen Midnight's Pledge, excuse me, and he was just fantastic in that. And he does have a bit of a role in this movie as well, and he doesn't have a lot of dialogue in this, but the times he is on screen, he demands your attention. There's something about him in every movie I've seen him in that is so captivating about his facial expressions and the way he's able to capture the emotion, and what Igmon Poots does in this movie is just simply fearless. It's breathtaking. The choices she does portraying her character in today's climate is just really admirable to encrypt the viewers with such admiration and intrigue in whatever is going on in every scene that she's in, especially with Jesse Eisenberg, who I think captures the enigma of trying to grasp your own masculinity as we have these masculinity issues, and what is a bigger fear in the idea of a man's brain than how your masculinity is being perceived by everybody else, even if you see it one way or somebody sees it another way, what is really masculinity nowadays? So, speaking of that, there are some twists and turns in this movie that make it extremely dark, something the Coen brothers would be extremely proud of by the way the comedy is delivered so offbeat It's an instant cult classic that requires multiple, multiple viewings. And I'm pretty positive I'm going to go see it at my local AMC theater. 
when it does get here. It came out Friday in limited cities, and it is premiering nationwide on July 19th. So, with that in mind, here is my review. So, if you guys ever wanted to know what it would be like if the Coen brothers made Nightcrawler, the movie starring Jake Gyllenhaal, this is pretty much it. Jesse Eisenberg gives the performance as his career as Casey facing his poor job and sowing his masculinity and then choosing karate to learn self-defense along with creating more self-confidence for himself, becoming the alpha male, which you can tell is just a difficulty with his character early on in the early stages of this film. And speaking on masculinity, also it's changed so much from the 60s and 70s to now, where it's a very controversial subject on what we can tell what masculinity is. And Igamon Poops is surreal in this film, channeling her the green room dates, which was amazing. She has so much range in her films. She was also in the Lonely Island movie Pop Star, and she was just hilarious in that. So, this and Pop Star are some of her best work, I would say. And I keep hearing that she is just a national treasure with people in the film industry I know, like Philip Andre, couldn't stop talking about how cool of a person she is. And there are a few twists and turns in this movie to make it horror-esque, I would say. And I would love a sequel to this to just continue the darkness and the development of Jesse Eisenberg's character. Because I think if they wanted to make it a slasher film with his character in this and just going really darker and deeper into that territory, it can really work along with some of the great slasher films. That's how I felt towards the end of this film. And I have to give a shout out to the guy, I hope I say his name right, Alexandrio Navolo, who plays Sensei in this movie. What he does just deserves some award talk. Maybe Independent Film Spirit Award, if not something higher, because what he does in this is just so phenomenal. So, everybody listening out, reading my reviews, reading my coverage of Fantasia International Film Festival, I would highly recommend The Art of Self-Defense. It just has multiple viewing power, which... A lot of films like this don't, because you can see one good movie once, and that can be enough for you, but I honestly think this one requires multiple viewings, because there's just so much going on in this story, and it's a fun ride until the very end. So if you do get a chance to see this on July 19th, please do. Also, please let us know what you think. I hope you have a good time watching this, and have a good day.